So what's my future? You don't have one. I see you, but you can't see me. Welcome to the Catacombs Halloween Horror Nights Podcast. This is our delayed reaction to stuff. I have no title for this. I am Matt, recently back from vacation. Joining me tonight are my co-host, Quint. Hello. And Johnny. Hey, hunt fans. (laughs) So, just as I thought I jokingly predicted, although there was a little bit of thought of possibility of this happening all the final reveals were done while i was on vacation hence no instant reactions so we're gonna do a a quick catch-up tonight and talk about all the stuff that was revealed while i was gone and even go through a little bit of a hype list even though i think we're late to the game on that because that's all i was reading in the airport was hype list after hype list after hype list which is fun yeah i mean it's it's there were some weird ones. Yes, it's always interesting because I mean you get a lot of you get a lot of common, and we'll talk about this a little more in the hype list. You get like a common grouping, but then there's always like that that after one and two and before nine and ten in the middle there. It's kind of a wild card slot. Well, at least I know what my number one show is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, God. that one's pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's. I'll I'll do this chronologically. So the first announcement that came out. Last week, while I was gone, was that Blumhouse, The Horrors of Blumhouse, the official title, is returning. And this year, it's featuring uh, The First Purge and Happy Death Day, neither of which I have seen. Although, Happy Death Day, I'm going to try to fit in, although time is running out. But I'm going to give that a shot to try to get that in before we go. Either you guys seen any of these or either of these? I've seen both. Uh, Okay, cool. Uh, the Purge was it was a Purge movie. Mm-hmm. It actually started off really strong and had some spooky elements, which might translate well into a house. But other than that, it was just a Purge movie. Yeah, yeah. It, it really took all the really cool elements that it, a Purge prequel should have had, and it just you know degenerated into a very generic Purge movie. Really, yeah. that's a little disappointing. Yeah. It peened by numbers. Yeah, but Happy Death Day. How do you think that's gonna? translate i actually really like the movie okay i uh i i thought it kind of looked you know i was like whatever it's you know i didn't really expect much out of it it's like a evil kind of groundhog's day and uh it's clever <laughs> like uh it's actually got some some smarts to it so i i don't i can't really think of anything other than the character that's iconic enough to put in a house but I guess that's what we're going to find out. Yeah, that's what, and I see it. I mean, I have the, I don't have the press release in front of me. I'll, I'll, the only thing that really is not in the blog post that I care about, not even care about, but that isn't in the Orlando blog post is that it's at both parks, you know, big deal. But I guess, I guess the Hollywood one's different. Maybe we can talk about that later. But the, um, yeah, the picture is of that character. I'm sure he is going to pop up in like every other room, if not every room in the, the happy death day part because what else is there other than i I haven't seen the movie but what other imagery is there from that i i I, all all i can think of is the big baby face guy yes that's what i mean yeah and a cupcake oh a cupcake okay i should i I should be able to see this before then it's not a big spoiler yeah there's a cupcake there's there's actually a cupcake in the movie (laughs) spoiler alert yeah and as far as purge goes the the purge elements are always the same it's you know, just free will violence, and then the the uh, the tone. The I don't know what you call that. The the warning tone that the purge starts. Yeah. I mean, that's really all you need, and you can do just about whatever you want after that. Yeah, I always um I always found that the purge worked better on the streets and in scare zones than it did in the mazes. So we'll see how that how that translates this year. Right. Well, there is 
there is one particular scene in the first purge that I think translates really well into a house. Um, It's not a huge spoiler, but they give them like special contacts that glow. Oh, and uh, there's this part where some of the characters are going through an alley and all the people there, because the first purge was like voluntary or like they paid you to stay. Uh, and uh, they're in this alley and everybody's like looking through the windows at them. And all you can see is like the eyes and the shadows of the people. I think that would be a really cool element in the house. As a matter of fact, I will say right now, if they do that scene in Blumhouse, I'll give it a pass. Oh, cool. OK, that, that, that sounds awesome. really cool. What you described sounds really cool. It's super yeah. creepy. It's probably one of the creepiest things I've seen in a purge movie since the the gentleman, like the the the, the creepy people from the first one. Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, because those were super creepy. Uh, but yeah, I I am really looking forward to that, and uh, and that's kind of my my uh, my minimum requirement for the house, I guess. Other okay. than that, it'll just be purge. I'm trying to see when. Now that you said that, I kind of want to see this. I'm trying to see if it's streaming before it comes out. I'm not getting an answer, but. There are other avenues. <laughs> if I really, really want to see it, uh, what I um, I'm actually I'm I'm glad they stuck to two because I thought three in Blumhouse last year was like a little too much. It's like there was just too little of everything. Like the purge was the <laughs> one room and then a stairway. But I mean, there's another story yeah. behind what that was supposed to be. And then Insidious, the little thing, the few that things that they could show since the movie wasn't out yet was also very short. So it was basically a, Oh God, what was the, uh, shit. What was the third one in that one last year? It was, um, it was, uh, uh, what was it with the, with the blood thing guy? Sinister. Sinister. Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. So I was in a, it was in a smaller maze area too. That wasn't a very it's big in, maze. And it looks like it's in the same him. spot. I'm looking at the map. Yeah. It's in the new, well, what was the new tent? I mean, now we have a newer tent for number 10, but this wasn't a new tent over by men in black. So I think cutting it down to two is a good move. I would rather just see one and stuff like this. Cause sure. I generally don't like multi themed houses unless it's a anniversary house, like in 20 and 25. So, but we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. The American Horror Stories were pretty good. I actually was thinking when I said that, and I thought the first one was better than the second. I didn't think this worked as well in the second one, which is ironic considering the second one was built off of all the properties or the seasons I like of American Horror Story. Yeah. I think that the American Horror Story uh, benefited from the giant ass building they have it in. Oh, yes, absolutely. That helps. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, and that's why, like, they could, they, you actually got that feeling of, you know, you, you could go three of them and you get that feeling of this is that uh, season and this is that season and this is that season. And you got enough of it that you hit a lot of the highlights, right? So, right. Um, I think that was what the, the Blumhouse one suffered from last year was that you just didn't have enough room to really get those, those highlight hits before you just transitioned into something else. And it was just like, <laughs> What the hell am I going through? <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. That's how I felt about the purge section of that. Or even if it was supposed to be what it was, it would have been short as well. But I'm actually say it. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's just, Wait, what are we just not? What are we not allowed to say? It? I don't know why. It's like it's when it's not official. It's like my it's my conscience won't let me say it for some weird reason. Okay, then I'll say it. Ouija two Ouija Origin of Evil was supposed to be, I think, the second house yeah. there. And uh, the weird, the weird thing that they did with the the Blumhouse last year was they took the part in the basement with like the boiler, and that's where Insidious started. Whereas the Sinister had a had a couple rooms, and then where Sinister got out, where the Purge was, the Purge had like half of half. It had like half of a third, whatever yeah. the fraction of that is. So it was a little <laughs> weird because it? it was like it was like it was Sinister got enough just like a like a taste of the purge you know and then and then like a lot of insidious for a movie that was actually pushed back and you know i I get that sometimes there's a synergy where they're like we got this movie coming out and we want to have the house as well but because it got pushed back outside of the season for halloween horror nights that year the house didn't make a lot of sense until you saw the movie like i think like months later really yeah now yeah. it all makes sense. Now, <laughs> from what I yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, when, when it only makes, makes sense in retrospect, um, <laughs> that's not so good. Yeah. 
But actually, I'm glad we did talk about this. I'm glad Johnny is now part of the show because you filled in some information. It actually makes me feel better about this house. I'm looking uh, less more forward to it. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Well, I was just kind of <laughs> like, just I was kind of like, eh, I'll go to it, but I don't care. Now I'm like, okay, you brought up some stuff. If they do it, sounds really cool. So now I actually have a little, a little more intrigued than I was before we started this. Con- actually, a lot more than before we started this conversation. <laughs> yeah, does, the, you know what Caprio say? He's like, first you had my curiosity, now you have my or something. Attention I don't remember. or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now you have my attention. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, I I agree. I think uh, I think the eye thing that you're talking about, the glowing eyes, and that can be. I'm sure they can do a really good job with that. So I'm actually looking forward to that quite a lot now. Yeah, I mean, just that like- scene alone little black light scene it is it is creepy uh it honestly it's the only thing that really sticks out in that whole movie to me that would be something you could represent in a house that's i mean another element they have these interview booths in the beginning of the first purge where there are like people are signing up to do the purge and that's when they give them the contacts uh, and then, you know, the movie starts off actually pretty strong because you could tell that some people have some like emotional problems <laughs> and, you know, they're doing this to kind of let off some steam or whatever. And unfortunately, they just kind of threw all that out the window. Uh, but maybe if they pull from the good elements of the house other than just generic, you know, bad guy wearing mask on motorbike number five, you know, we might be OK. Cool. Mm. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> the only downside that i am not getting over in this conversation right now and maybe a little more thought there'll be more is the fact that like there's it has been so easy to just lay an 80s lens on things that aren't specifically called out as 80s except for this unless they do something that i can't even begin to fathom to include these two movies that don't take place in the 80s and have nothing to do with the 80s and fit into this 80s thing this is probably the house i'll go to first when i'm taking with a group of people and just get out of the way and just experience everything else as one cohesive event I mean, I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not walking into the event with my '80s yardstick. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> you know. I mean, I, I shit, dude. Went, I'm growing my own mullet. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not. I'm not going to be that specific because the '80s to me is a concept. Yes. You know? Like yes, I don't it's disagree. Not, it's not something that I'm gonna. You know, I'm not going to be there. I don't know, nitpicking, I guess. It's really hard. Can you imagine them trying? And I'm sure it could be done, but are there are there enough are there enough things that you could stick in Horror Nights for a year? And would people want that? You no, know, like, no, I, I mean, yeah, I'm not saying that, you know, because uh, uh, 80s, you know, I want 1984 and a half. <laughs> So like, like the summer of 84. That's all I want. So the Detroit Tigers win the World Series for the last time ever. Uh, what? Well, I, <laughs> I <don't> hey, <laughs> that's that's like I was six years old in 1984. Wow. No, I was five years old in 1984. So I that's my that's like literally my first memory is my home team. Oh, winning the World Series. <laughs> and I could name off yeah, like their whole roster. Do you want me to do it? No, no, oh, that's that OK. Won't. That's fine. Resounding <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, well, I, Lance. Sorry, Lance Parrish, Kirk Gibson, Alan Trammell, Lou Whitaker. Oh my God, that was that, that was works. actually really that was quite impressive. No, I I know it's not going to be like walking into 1984, but for like I said, it it was not of a stretch. That's it's exactly what I just said. It's not a stretch of the imagination to piece everything together as one cohesive event. I'm not going to say it's an all 80s event, but one cohesive event. This is the one thing that is standing out, and. I, Really, if I'm if with everything they have thrown at this, with ten houses, all the scare zones and everything, if that if there's one thing that stands out and everything else is cohesive, then I really shouldn't complain. And I'm not. I don't know if I am complaining. I'm just saying that this is the order I'm going to approach the event. Then I'll get Blumhouse out of the way and then just do everything else. Um, actually, with with the '80s, the '80s perspective that we're talking about, and even the cohesiveness of the event, this is probably the most cohesive event we've had in years. Yeah, this I think is going like, to be more so than 25. twenty-five. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah, but like, even it, even before that, what was the last cohesive one? Like twenty-one. Twenty-one was pretty yeah, because yeah, there was gambling everywhere. Right? Remember that made sense. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> But well, what about, well, I mean, the, the well, other one that was well, that was cohesive that that you might not want to talk about is the one the year that they did the Walking Dead or that. Oh no, come on! Spoken. No, you're okay. No, okay. If we're talking, in no, your, I mean, 
I'm talking about the whole thing was like all the scare zones were that shall not be named. Yeah, right? that's I mean, okay. That was pretty cohesive. That was a very you felt like you were kind of walking from part of the show to part of the show to part of the show. That was pretty cohesive, but not like this. Not with all of the mazes involved and all of the stuff that they're doing here. This is by far one of the most cohesive events I'm gonna ever have gone to. You, that's yeah. for sure. That's for sure. I uh, when I when I think cohesive, I kind of th- obviously I think seventeen. Seventeen is the gold standard for cohesive events. Carnival of Carnage, hands down. The director's years. Those were pretty cohesive too. The Terra Queen, if you forget about the storyteller and go with the Terra Quintus idea, that is a, that's the kind of cohesiveness I'm talking about. It doesn't, not everything has to match and not everything has to be part of the same story, but there's that feeling of walking around that this is all one thing with its made of its individual parts. That's, this really feels like what's going to happen this year. I agree. Oh, okay then. I'll just you put get- the rest of my notes away. <laughs> We're done here. <laughs> okay. This well, house is clean. Yeah, exactly. Blumhouse. Well, that's not, and I didn't think we were going to talk that much about Blumhouse. In fact, my notes really say Blumhouse and then space. And then the next one, <laughs> which is it's scary tales. What's the full title? I didn't have it for you. Scary tales. Deadly, Deadly ever, ever after. after. Yes. This is one. I, and, and Quint can attest to this. Anyone that's listened to the entire series. I have always talked fondly about scary tales it is one of my favorite franchises it's right up there with body collectors and probably over psycho scarapy for their original ips i fucking love scary tales and i could not be happier to see it in house form again hopefully a major redemption to its last appearance in 2015 right um, that's that's basically what I'm looking for is the redemption for 2015 because you talked it up huge. That's the thing; it and wasn't bad. It just was like, oh, I mean, it's, it was, it's scare it zone, was, and it it's and it's in the it's in the um uh, that first street, which is the name is escaping me. It's like okay, I expected way too much. I set myself up for disappointment on that, and it's one that grew on me throughout the event. But I seriously think Scary Tales belongs in a house. I think a street is a, not a bad place for it, but its home is in a house that didn't mean to be a joke i think you know what i mean there <laughs> all i remember is flying monkeys that's what one of my notes i wonder what connection if any there's going to be because we got two we kind of got a mashup here which is i body collectors uh, uh recollections is that the one the one with uh psychoscopy when they brought in psycho or brought the body collectors into shady brook is one of my all-time favorite crossovers if this is a crossover from path of the wicked in 2008 and scary tales of the years before the houses this is going to be epic it has the potential to be epic yeah it does and i hope like you just said there's going to be flying monkeys i mean flying characters is no longer new it's i wouldn't say it's a standard i don't think we had any in 26 but we definitely in 25 and years before i mean uh definitely in 27 and years before I would love to see the flying monkeys back again. And along with about a million other things, because their, their takes on the twisting these fairy tales is, is awesome. As long as it's not steampunk. (laughs) Too soon. Well, there wasn't even, that's the thing. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Are you, are you, did you just, did you just naysay the, uh, saws and steam? No, God, no. I, okay. I naysay the the Ooh, terrible cool. implementation of of steampunk and scary tales together. Oh, I got gotcha. you. The yeah, scream punk from 2015. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Ste- steampunk is the Euro trash of goth. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I stole that. Oh, really? I've never heard that before. It's well, original to me. Okay, well, you can feel free to reuse it. <laughs> All right. You can feel free to reuse my stolen material anytime. <laughs> <laughs> anytime. <laughs> <laughs> so i mean i kind of mentioned it scary tales has got a long history i mean it started in 2001 with just scary tales it had a, a back-to-back running in 2002 with scary tales 2 scary tales once upon a nightmare in 2008 then that scary tales scream punk in 2015 like we just talked about which is really probably the weakest of them all and now now like i said back in the house so my it, it's funny my my i'm very excited about it my expectations are pretty high it still hasn't knocked my number one, or not even my number two off its list yet, which is pretty uh, uh, astounding statement to me, or a testament, I should say, to the lineup that they have presented to us for this year. 
Yeah, I'm typing this out and I'm fighting it. <laughs> I know, like, right? It's, it's hard. so hard. I'm just going to look at the map and wing it at this point. Um, I know one, two, and three was one, two, and three is just it's impossible, almost impossible. Yeah. So, I agree. Uh, without knowing, I mean, the the I know the Wicked Witch theme. There's going to be a heavy Wizard of Oz presence. I really haven't let my mind speculate. Does anyone else? have any I, you know what's weird is i see like an evil game of thrones okay. i don't know why but when they put those banners up yeah, i'm thinking like now. houses you know yeah, I, I i don't really i have no expectations for this i'm uh i think we're just going to be pleasantly surprised i think so yep i, I think I, I think we're not the only ones that that think that scary tales, scary tales <laughs> needs some vindication. And I think the creative team even knows that. So I think, I think they're going to come up huge with this one. Yeah. So can I tell you some, something I got disappointed about this? Yeah. So sure. I, uh, I immediately thought return to Oz, like return to Oz. Remember the eighties mm, yep. movie for Zabok? And I thought the wheelers, dude, or the whatever the hell they were called, which are like pure nightmare fuel. And I was like, man, if they could throw the wheelers in this house, this would be amazing. And then somebody pointed out that that's actually a Disney movie. So, wah, wah. Oh, I didn't realize it was a Disney uh, movie. Oh. Yeah, it's disappointing. I think it was like Buena Vista or something yeah, like that. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I know that. It's all their, all their covers for their PG wah, and PG-13 so I did a trombone. <laughs> I did send a, a message to Karen about what we're going to be covering. This is the only thing that she remarked on, just that she's super excited about it returning. And I think it has to do with the fact that she's heard about it as well. Sure, her, her first year was 25. So her hearing about how great it was from me and reading about it and probably looking at what videos there were from 2008 and past that, she's was maybe under i don't know I, I can't speak for it but i'm gonna guess maybe a little underwhelmed at 25 and excited about seeing this in the house we'll see we'll see i'll ask her more and we'll actually get her reaction very soon i can't believe how close it is i do we're so close i know i know and speaking of that another announcement we got i got i think we got this in the same press release. we did the same press release as scary tales two more nights they added two wednesdays they must be expecting insane crowds this major year. crowds <laughs> Yeah, I think I will be at most of the Wednesdays because I can't. I can't imagine how bad the weekends are going to get. It's. Uh, I know what Quentin. You and I are doing a Sunday or the first night you're here. Yep. Uh, Karen and Kevin. I think we're doing a Friday, and Smitty and his girlfriend were doing a Sunday. So I'm voting most most Fridays, Saturdays, probably as well. Not on purpose. It just that's how my schedule is falling, which is which is fine. I'll get my taste of a couple hell nights Fridays and shit. It looks like Sundays are going to be just as bad, but by and large, <laughs> I think I'll be Wednesdays and Thursdays along with Johnny. I have a, I have a question for, for you gentlemen. Uh, have you ever gone like late? And I mean like midnight, like one o'clock in the morning, like super late to Horror Nights. I usually leave before then, but I'm wondering if I should actually go for some late nights and maybe see if I can, get some stuff done without having to deal with a million people we've done we've stayed a couple of late nights i don't know that we've actually like just gone for the late night at least i haven't i've swung yeah. in to meet people around 11 or so not quite as late as one and it is it's 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 a you're you're a salmon upstream getting in which is that's a good sign that means people are leaving in droves and it does it is a lot more uh it's easier to get around and a lot less people than when you would usually start. If you take out stay and scream, if you show up like at gate open, like six ish, six, seven, it's worlds mm -hmm. apart from that. So yes, I have done that. All right. Maybe I'll, cause I'm looking at a couple like Wednesdays and Thursdays where it's like super late and it's open till 2 AM. Maybe I'll do that. Okay. Just come up and show up at like 1130 and see if I can rock everything out one night. Right. Yeah. With an express pass. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's impossible not to go with that one any, anymore. I mean, you can. It's, it's just you, you You have to know what you're doing. That's yeah. a, there is, There's been a lot of discussion lately, and I've seen a lot of back and forth online of you know people saying you have to have it. I have to have it because I'm not waiting in line. Sorry. You know, I, but 
I think if you know what you're doing and you know to st- to show up early, do stay and scream and hit this house, this house, this house, this house, this house, and you don't do any scare zones and you just go house to house to house, I think I still think it could be done. But I can imagine at the end of that night, you're just going to be like, whatever, you know. If um if I didn't have people come and are only able to go one night. I would probably just get one express pass to make sure I get everything in one night and then do everything else at my leisure. But I take it from the point of view that, well, we got Quint, Karen, Smitty, whoever else is coming, they're coming. There's no way in hell they're going to leisurely walk around with me. So instead of buying three express passes for those people that I know I want to hang out with, it's much easier to get the frequent fear with the express. So you're right. You're right. And that's what I used to do before I had so many people. Come. <laughs> I guess it's my own fault for introducing people to Halloween Horror Nights. Before they came, that's exactly what I did. I'd buy my frequent fear so I could get in, and then I'd get just one express pass just to make for, you know, whatever night. That was my night. And then Quinn started coming, and then <laughs> Spitty starts coming on a different date. My sister's now coming on a different date. So, yeah, it's just now it's a matter of economics. But even before that, I would always get one express to make sure I could experience everything all in one night at my own pace. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I got my first express pass in 23 and I just, I can't go back to that's the thing. It's that's right. It's kind of what I meant when I said it's impossible. Now I meant once you have one, it is possible possible to do it without it. But once you, once you, once you've done it with one, it's very difficult to wait in line ever again. Hey, yo, (laughs) I don't know why. Also, also, I'm dirty. I don't know, but I'm going to pick. That, I'm going to pick that that sound out and just randomly drop it during our <laughs> weekly stuff. When there's a when there's a pause, I'll put hey yo, Sorry, I've Clint. also seen a lot of the people that are arguing that they can easily or they can do HHN in one night without Express are um, a whole lot younger legs and feet than mine. <laughs> That's a good point yeah, too. <laughs> That's a you know, real good like, point. Yeah, you know, if I was my mid-20s, I could probably crank that out night after night, every night, no problem. But now, fuck, no. No. Sorry. Yep. Not unless I wanted to be not doing anything the next day with ice packs on my knees. Yeah. Right. Which all, also, those, I mean, that's, all those young people that are listening to this and laughing, just remember that laughter in 20 years. Yeah. Exactly. Hope you laugh. When you and make put more money and you can, ex- you can afford an <laughs> express pass. Right. right. Yeah, this is not. Yeah, it's it's uh, not we to get into, it. not to get into economics of, of Express Pass, but that's like that's that's when Christian I got into Halloween Horror Nights. For anyone that hasn't heard this story, I got into Halloween Horror Nights mainly for the fact that I, we had just gotten married and my wife could go for free, and we're looking for something to do cheap and different. And Halloween came around right after you know close after our wedding, so that's how my introduction to it was because I had no money. Now I'm much older. And yeah, things are different, but I I get it. I totally get it. So, all right. Other thing I have two more, well, three more things now because we added one at the end. But two, two two things before the last. That was the that's how math works, folks. In case you didn't couldn't follow along, the commercial. You guys saw the commercial, right? I did. Mm-hmm. Oh. I like how minimalistic it was. It, that's what I that's what I think I like most about it. <laughs> Actually, as weird as that sounds. Like, I, I don't really know what people were expecting because uh, I saw a lot of people that were just kind of like meh, but I thought it was really effective. Didn't have a lot going on. Like, your focus was on the action. Um, I, I was very, I'm very happy with it. I thought it was very cool. I I can't remember. I was, last year's was Eli Ross commercial. That was a little too much. 26 was a weird one, especially when they finally remembered to put chance in at the end. Oh yeah, the, it, yeah. it, it kind of reminds yeah. me of twenty five, where you have Jack and Chance as the center of attention, and then the different gates of the different properties. So it's this is this is even it's less set dressing and less costumes, but it kind of reminds me of that. And I think that's I think that's that works for it. I really like this. I it, and I think if it didn't have that like Poltergeist TV thing in the in the hand reaching out and the first thing, I might not have liked it as much. But that whole the the everything's dark you get the static tv and you kind of get the it's it's not black and white but it's a it's almost black and white because she's wearing a white t-shirt it's a very stark palette and that poltergeist start just like hooked me in and i was it really didn't matter what came after that so i i really enjoyed it i thought it was very well done this year yeah yeah they definitely did a good job of selling the ips and that's what attracts the people, right? It's mm-hmm. like, Absolutely. That's, that's how you get the first timers. That's how you get the one timers. That's how you get people who aren't 
nut jobs <laughs> like us. Right? I was gonna say they're, they're, so, that's for the people who aren't even remotely thinking about Halloween right now, not realizing that right. the events what less than um, we're almost down, almost real close to two weeks, two weeks and some yeah. change. <laughs> some loose change. Yeah, some people have no idea, and and I also was right. I was thinking about that today, looking at people posting pictures of the Chucky scare zone. It's like, what do people that have no idea just coming to Universal for the first time ever, not even knowing that Halloween Horror Nights is a thing? What are they thinking when they walk through these scare zones during the day? I would love to find just get their like get their initial re- their instant reaction. Like, what do you think this is? And hear what their description would be. I think they'd be hilarious. Well, you have a microphone and access <laughs> to the park, so yeah, but I don't have the time nor patience. Hmm. Yeah, I can't get there. During you'd have the day. to. Suppose you'd have to talk to tourists, and That's, who the fuck yeah. wants to do that? Yeah, We're a bunch of morons. This is all a bad idea. Now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Although it could be kind of funny. <laughs> Where are you from? I'm from. Brazil. <laughs> yeah, because that's what ninety percent of the answers are going to be this time of year. All right, last thing on my list before we get to the uh, collective idea is the I, the map is out, which is I I I pulled up the map, but I don't know what there is to talk about. There's not a whole lot of surprises on it. The only thing that really surprised me was that the vamp zone, not not vamp it being the scare zone but where the scare zone is seems to be reduced by about half from what it used to be over in the new york area that that was a bit of a i was like oh that's interesting they don't include those three streets anymore that's about it that's yeah. my only reaction to it and and i um i wonder how they're how much they're just going to spill into those streets but if i remember from the last couple those streets weren't very effective yeah, I, don't remember. I agree. Yeah, I could see. I see where you're coming from. I, I think, just don't quite remember. I do remember the scariest freaking thing I'd ever seen actually in those streets was Psychoscarapy. Oh, was it Unleashed? The Psychoscarapy one, where there was one of the one of the kid costumes, those creepy kid costumes with the the. I think it was a, the bunny, uh-huh. the rabbit. She was standing like just behind the light, so you got her silhouette, and she's holding her bag in front of her with the police lights bouncing off of her that was probably the scariest thing and she was alone down that street and i'm like i'm not going down that street that was probably one of the scariest <laughs> things i've seen in the scares in a long time because those kid costumes are creepy how um, do you, i think how do they find people that small <laughs> yeah, endless casting calls which still hit my mailbox like every week I also think that it's going to to do something that we've that I at least have been talking about on the show for the last couple of years, which is is condense the characters in that area a little bit more, a little that, bit tighter. That will help. And yep. if you remember Vamp Fifty Five, Vamp Fifty Five was was in uh, um uh what where Hollywood where Boulevard. Chucky's gonna yeah where Chucky's gonna be this year, and uh, it, it was it was really tight. There was a school bus. There was a lot of big set pieces, and so there was always characters, uh, characters intermingling with the with the people walking through. And I think this is going to give them the ability to do that a little bit better with with the the cast. Yep, I agree. At least I hope I think so. You're right, because I thought that was really effective in um, Vamp Fifty Five. So I'm hoping that that's the the feel that they're going to go for. Yeah, yep. I think I think that definitely will help. So I think yeah, that's the. Uh that's really the only thing I'm looking at it again. There's no big yeah, surprise. Everything is really condensed. <laughs> yep. And there, and that is, there is that, that stretch um, from uh, Fast and Furious to Diagon Alley where there's absolutely nothing. It's not even a scare zone. Well, there is. There's a uh, going into it. There's killer clowns. But after that, oh, that's not, that's funny. There's nothing that I didn't it's, realize that there's nothing there. Oh, there's, there's nothing something there. Fisherman's War okay. Well, I didn't. Or yeah. Or um, the Invasion. Oh shit! I didn't realize yeah, I didn't it's... realize that till now. Okay, so yeah, that's right, different right. too. Wow, the scare yeah. zones are all on one side of the park. I'm wondering if they had problems with uh, with Rowling's people congestion, and I know Cause... they want to keep Fast and Furious open. One because it's new, and two, it's gonna, it's a people eater, which I'm all for. Yeah, yeah. So those people that yeah that makes that makes sense to keep that clear. But I didn't realize I didn't, I didn't realize that's okay. So everything I just said I saw nothing, and I saw two things in our conversation. All the scare zones are on one side of the park. That's that's really interesting. It's almost like you could pack this back into Islands of Adventure, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh man, I don't know that I would though. That was the last time they did that. Was such a, a, a 
a oh, logistical God, no. Can nightmare. you imagine the crowds? No that's, way. That's a, that's such a tough park to they, navigate. They might just have the queue for uh, for Stranger Things. It'll be a lap around uh, Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> it might, you yeah. might be right. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, I, I've never seen a four hour wait before, but you know, here we go. <laughs> if there was a property that could do it, you're probably right. Stranger Things is up there. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, I am on to the last thing here, which I'm doing now. We said we were going to go ahead and do our hype list because I, I said let's save it for a special episode in a couple weeks. And John's like, uh, there is no couple weeks. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so it'll be our yeah. three hype list. If we do another recording and we get uh, some other people on, we'll, we'll have them give theirs. But let's give ours. Oh, oh my God. I didn't think it was going to be this difficult. I'm still doing mine. Mm. I've been working on mine a little bit here and there, but <laughs> I think I'm good. This is, I can't believe this is going to be right. If it is. All right. I think it is. I, th- oh my God, this is crazy. No way. Okay. Yeah, I can't. I'm, I'm going to be here all night. If I get, this is what it is right now. Okay, um, I got my houses. So if someone wants to start, I'll get my scare zones together, and then uh, sure. I think, I think I'm good, but go ahead, go ahead, Quint. No, you can start, Johnny. Go ahead. Oh, so put the pressure on me. I see. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So do we want from bottom to top or top to bottom? Uh, I go top to bottom, but you can do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, top to bottom right. is how I've been reading them. So let's do that. Okay. All right. So number one is my hype list is going to be Carnival Graveyard. Number two is going to be Seeds of Extinction, and this is where the brawl started. Yeah. Uh, number three is for me is actually going to be Stranger Things because I, I I'm thinking back to when they first announced that and how excited I was. Right. Uh, number four, and this is this is after we had our discussion, you know, recently, Poltergeist, uh, which bumped off uh, Slaughter Cinema. Wow. Uh, that's going to be number five. I, I know, yeah. right? Number six is going to be Scary Tales. Uh, that was in a brawl with Dead Exposure. Because uh, I think Dead Exposure is going to be amazing. And and I think the only reason I'm putting Dead Exposure ahead of uh, behind Scary Tales is just because it's been so long since it's been announced. Yeah, Because right. we were, yeah. like, super hyped for that house. I know. Uh, and then I'm going to go Trick or Treat because I think the Scare Zone will hopefully make an amazing house. We'll see. Uh, and then uh, Halloween 4... Uh, just because I I didn't want to put it last, <laughs> and then and then Blumhouse too, or the horrors of Blumhouse, whatever you want to call it too. Okay, so that's that's what I got for my my house list. Now I could see a couple things fluctuating a little bit, um, and then uh, we want to do scare zones. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so obviously Vamp eighty five. I mean, Jesus. I mean, it's just like it's like they reached into my soul and pulled that out, <laughs> even though I don't have a soul because I'm a ginger. Uh, number two is going to be all the Melty Pumpkins, the Twisted Tradition. Can't wait for that. I love the Halloween. They could do pumpkins every year. I don't care. It's never going to get old for me. I'm good. Wait, wait. Uh, in that that... Area. Oh, sh- OK. Yeah. OK. Sorry. I thought I, I got my numbers backwards. I'm glad you said that. My list would have been all kinds of fucked up. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then I'm going to go with uh, the harvest. I don't really, I can't picture a lot of the harvest. I mean, I know how they described it, but we'll see. Um, I think killer clowns might have some really cool stuff with it when they do like the shadow puppetry mm-hmm. and you know, the, the stuff, I mean, killer clowns is, is okay, but I can't say I'm like the biggest fan of it, right. you know, because I'd be, I'd be, you know, whatever. But, and then I got Chucky. Uh, Chuck, Chucky could very well overtake killer clowns if they have really cool, like demented toys and, and, uh, interact interaction and stuff like that. Cause it looks like they've got like some kind of puppetry or some little stage or something yeah. I saw earlier. So yeah. that could definitely be more entertaining watching Chucky yell at people. If they do like an insult type emporium, which yeah. I, I hear conflicting things about that. Right. And then my number show, number one show this year, <laughs> <laughs> Academy of Villains. Which I'm actually really excited about because they are awesome and I love them. That makes one. <laughs> uh, here's the thing about me and and I when I I've had a chance to meet like Francis Terrell and, and a couple other guys and I met you know uh, uh, Far Side and I've met several of them and uh, I guess sometimes you when you meet somebody that are really thankful and humble you can't help but root for them more. 
So I had a really good experience with oh. these folks from Academy of Villains. So I, I really, I'm, 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 I'm all about their show. Don't get me wrong. I think they are insanely talented people. I think that, I mean, they do things that even my young body cringes at. <laughs> and, and my body hasn't been young in years. And I, I mean, they are insanely talented people. I, it's just not my thing. Yeah. yeah. That's, I'm the, I'm the same way. I, 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 I have no dislike towards them at all. And they are insanely talented. Dan, the, a, a dance show or performance, performance art is not my thing. Dance show type deal. And actually Shelby and I and Mills of all people, uh, we had this conversation just a few nights ago and uh, before I went on vacation. And uh, what really, doesn't help is the fact that the first dance show Quentin and I saw at a Halloween Horror Nights was Jabberwockies. That kind of sours your t- taste for seeing any kind of dance performance going forward. Yeah, it was really not good. That one was really not good. All right. Um, I'm gonna since we were on uh, uh, scare zones, I'm gonna start with scare zones, and um, pretty much. It's exactly what Johnny said. Vamp, <laughs> okay. the tradition, Harvest, Clowns, Chucky. Um, I, I Chucky only makes the bottom of the list because Clowns versus non, you know, non-original. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Well, I guess Clowns is not original either. But um, I think Clowns is going to freak me out more than Chucky yeah. will. So <laughs> there's that. Um, I, I agree with everything that Johnny said about vamp, uh, twisted tradition is the same. I mean, uh, every time and they almost always do like a kind of a traditional type Halloween, uh, scare zone. Um, I always love them. And I think that both harvest and twisted tradition are going to be those types of things. And I'll, it, it's, it's warms the dead cockles <laughs> of my heart. <laughs> um, Mazes. Uh, I don't think there's any surprise that Carnival's number one uh, for anybody. Uh, number two for me is still Dead Exposure. I am. Wow. St- uh, I, okay. Wow. I mean, you are holding I, on. I am. I mean, I, I when when I heard about Dead Exposure and they told me what it was going to be like and 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 Zombie Monkey, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm holding oh, on to right. that one. Um, Slaughter Cinema number three. Scary Tales number four, and I don't know why, but Seeds ended up at number five, and I'm still like really stoked to see it. So, uh, and, uh, yeah, this is hard, and it's probably going to change in ten minutes. Uh, Stranger <laughs> Stranger Things makes it in at number six. Poltergeist at number seven. Trick or Treat at number eight. Uh, Halloween four at number nine. Revenge of the Mummy at number ten, and <laughs> Blumhouse at number eleven. That's funny. <laughs> i see what you did there <laughs> okay so going to scare zones this is the i'm i am surprised uh that we're that different except that my number one all has to do with location 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 i love everything that has ever been done in this section of the park and what I've seen so far this year, I know it's not going to let me down. So my number one is Twisted Traditions, followed very closely by Vamp 85. But I will say, because of where it is, Twisted Traditions comes on just slightly on top. The Harvest, and then Killer Clowns. But I think Killer Clowns is actually like is a sleeper. I think I think that might end up being something I enjoy a lot more than I think I'm going to right now. Because the stuff I've seen them... Uh, put out in the streets is already like ooh, i wasn't expecting that so i think that could be a sleeper hit for me and then revenge of chucky at number five although again the things they've been putting out in the streets and like johnny said if they start doing some cool stuff with puppetry that might be cool i'm hoping it doesn't turn out to be like a chance scare zone where it's just static displays because i thought yeah, each was... one of those stages was going to be a little show and it wasn't so i i have a question i have a counterpoint to killer clowns what what is what's scaring you? And, and I know we're not really talking about scare factor, but like, is it just a bunch of the killer clowns walking around, like a bunch of dudes that are like eight feet tall and big clown suits? Is it? I mean, what are they gonna? Is that what so, are we thinking like, is gonna be the, there? What's the inter, what's the interactive element there other than photo ops? I, I don't. I don't know that there much. There is much of one. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they supposedly are carrying like cotton candy cannons and you know things like that 
I think it's going to be more of a, a fun zone for most people. I think it's going to be and this year's invasion. For, yeah. And then for chlorophobes like me, it's just going to be <laughs> fucking terrible. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. So it's going to be the, hey, let's go this way. Kind yeah. Of gotcha. Cool. I'm expecting it to be more like the movie than I anticipated. And if it is, then it might get a, a higher on my list. But we'll, we'll see. It's hard. It's still hard to tell. I'm- I mean, it will redeem itself to me if I can eat cotton candy straight from a gun. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Feed me. Uh, okay, for haunted houses, I can tell you guys we, we, we are unanimous on two of our choices, and I don't think it's going to be a difficult one to figure out what that is. <laughs> Number one, not Carnival Graveyard. I have not stopped thinking about that since we did our instant reaction. And followed closely behind that, for the same reason, Slaughter, Sim- Slaughter Cinema is number two. Ah, this one I'm afraid. This is where this is where it's like none of this really matters until number nine because it just could it, all this could just change at a drop of the hat. I had to choose, or we're gonna be sitting here till one in the morning. So I put Scary Tales in number three due to its long tradition, and mm-hmm. I'm hoping it's uh, it's it brings it back to its glory. Number four is Poltergeist, and I base that on remembering how damn excited we were in that episode. And it's one of those episodes where I just I had connected, and I knew what I was going to say, but there wasn't the excitement to talk about it. I was eager to talk about, it, but I wasn't excited. I got excited as we were recording. So Poltergeist is in the <laughs> top five there as well. I am That's not a great clip. I am not choosing. I'm excited. I am, while I was recording. I am not choosing my my phrases carefully this evening. No, that much is clear. Uh, are we st- are we still doing phrasing? Hey-o. Phrasing. Yep. Hey-o. Uh Number five, Seeds of Extinction, which I think. Oh no, doesn't cover all the originals yet. Number six, Stranger Things, which is when I. That's when I started like going. Oh my god, this list can't be correct, but that's what it is right now. Number seven, Dead Exposure finally shows up, which is a surprise too, considering how much we talked about that. That leaves Trick or Treat at number eight, which I don't think is fair. We're going to have to wait and see. Halloween 4 at number nine. And then, of course, The Horrors of Blumhouse, volume two, number 10, just like everybody else in the show. Uh, you you and me had the same bottom three. Really? Okay. If, if you don't count Revenge of the Mummy. <laughs> no, I, I was not counting that. <laughs> Yeah, trick or treat, Halloween for Blumhouse or Blumhouse, whatever the hell it is. Um, yeah, I, and and I guess mostly just not because I don't want to see them. Well, Blumhouse, uh, but because there's just way too much really fucking awesome shit this year. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's I mean, crazy. It's I, yeah, making me pick between things like you know seeds and Stranger Things is like that's that's just. I, I shouldn't have to pick between those two, right? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm very, very stoked. Me too. Me too. And we're maybe, almost there. Maybe a good year where you have to really fight about what you want to see more. I know. You yeah. know. <laughs> and I, I mean I'm there's no way that I'm gonna avoid spoilers this year because I'm going like right at the you end of the event this can't, year. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Oh, how no, you're no, going no, to like, straight up. No, no, straight up. I'm not even going to try. It's going to be like, yes, give me all the spoilers this year. Yeah. Come on. Come on. I want to know. <laughs> well, I think that is it. I don't think there's nothing. Well, there's nothing left to announce. Well, my bottom show is Academy of Villains. Oh, but it's also your top yeah. show. It is my Hey-o. top show. Hey-o. I might actually, I mean, I, I might actually go and see it this year. No, I'll probably see it. Yeah, I, I, always, see I always see it, yeah. Just how many times? I'm not sure I saw it last year because last year I was there during or right after hurricane season, and it was on the it. yeah, it was on the uh, that that uh, it wasn't even a stage; it was that area in front of hard makeup. Yeah, that those first couple performance days were pretty tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully they don't go through that again. They didn't grow any corn, to my knowledge, so that that'd be good. I saw some corn growing at Dorney Park for their their haunt, and uh, I was like, "Ah, good luck, suckers! Hope you enjoy your hurricanes." <laughs> I'm going to Florida where it's safe. All right, that does it. Then I can safely say our next episode will not be an instant reaction to any announcement because there shouldn't be anything left. 
we still have, like I said earlier, just over two weeks. I'm going to see if we can record and squeeze in Halloween Horror Nights 22. It's going to be two episodes. I think we can get that done, Quint and I. And we should be able Karen. to. Yeah. Um, if Karen can't make it, Quint and I can easily tackle it. Again, another year she wasn't there. So if we need to move uh, I mean, I, I did. I went to 22. I was, give me six seconds to say, Johnny, were you at 22? Is that something you want to be involved in? But, you know, uh, I guess yeah, that's sure. a. Oh, okay. I kind of guess we have going. to. <laughs> Seriously, do we have to have him on the show of again? <laughs> so we'll try to squeeze squeeze those in before, and then our next real our, our the instant reaction we will have will be to twenty eight after opening weekend. So yeah, it's it's here. There is no more waiting, and we still have the game show episode to record, which I didn't realize. I had set up the questionnaire and tallied all the questions, and went, "Oh shit, I got to get on a plane and go to vacation." So that kind of screwed up that plan, but we still have everything for that and thank you everyone that participated i uh, two things i'm looking forward to this is playing the game because it's gonna be great and then two reading the answers that you guys can't possibly guess people said because there are some great answers in that survey we put up for that game so that that'll be coming as well so all right that is it for this episode let me thank you gentlemen for joining me again i think the no okay we'll probably talk in 22 but the next time we'll be discussing 28 i think we're all going to be at 28 together which is going to be a blast yeah 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 all right so thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you in the next episode thank you for listening to the catacombs of halloween horror nights podcast the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is a Neozaz Internet Entertainment production. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit our website at neozaz.com. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Universal Studios Florida. All Halloween Horror Nights properties, icons, titles, events, and related items are property, trademark, and copyright, Universal Studios, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. For more Halloween Horror Nights coverage, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast and follow our Twitter account at Neozaz. To help support the series and all the work we do at Neozaz, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Neozaz. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the Catacombs of... What the fuck is this? Halloween Heart... I, I did so much recording. <laughs> what show is this? Okay, it is Catacombs. All right. Let me try that again. I'll put that in at the end.